Welcome to Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. And good morning, listeners. Welcome to Tax Insight here with Jeff from Hawkins Ash on WOMT. Jeff, good morning, sir. Good morning, Terry. The Restaurant Revitalization Fund, something we've, I don't think we've ever talked about this. You know, we haven't because, you know, like we talked about last week, the American Rescue Plan that was signed into law back in March, it included just a ton of provisions that are now being implemented. So today, I want to talk about another one the restaurant revitalization fund like you like you mentioned so i know that it's obvious uh in the title but exactly breaking it down who does this apply to well you know clearly it applies to restaurants because it's in the title but it also applies to things like food stands food trucks food carts you know it also includes things like caterers but, you know, another one here in Wisconsin, it also includes, you know, bars, saloons, lar- lounges, and taverns, you know. So it includes a lot more than just restaurants. So this has a business who sells to the general public, right? This has to be a business who sells to the, the general public. Yeah, so generally the rule was written that way. Um, because, you know, this also applies to things like bakeries, brew pubs, breweries, microbreweries, and even wineries. But in these cases, at least 33% or one-third of their gross receipts must have been sold to the public on site. So, you know, a wholesaler, baker, or winer that only sells to retailers, they would not qualify for this unless they also sell 33% of their business at their location. Gotcha. You know, inns also qualify, but they have to do the same thing. It's a little bit higher hurdle because they have to show that their food and beverage that's sold on site makes up at least 33% of their total grocery seats. So like I said, it's much more than restaurants and it really has to be something where you're selling to the public. So what type of entity themselves can actually take advantage of this? So this is available to most businesses, corporations, whether you're a C or an S corp, partnerships, LLCs, sole proprietors, and and other self-employed individuals. The one group that it's not available to, unfortunately, is not-for-profits. And the business has to be currently open to qualify. So even if they were open in 19, but they've since closed, they don't qualify. So what if a business has received the PPP funds? Are they still eligible for this? They do, but the math just gets a little bit harder. So I love math, right? So let's break it down for me. All right. So, you know, the real quick and dirty is, you know, you start with your 2019 gross receipts that was reported on your tax return. And then you compare that to your 2020 gross receipts. But to your 2020 gross receipts, you just have to add in the amount that you receive from PPP1 um, and potentially PPP2. So just a quick example. If you had $100,000 for the gross receipts in 19, and your gross receipts, including PPP1 and PPP2 money for 2020 was like 80,000, you know, this program could give you a benefit of $20,000. So do these funds need to be paid back? I know that that's a big question. Yeah, and, and they don't. Um, as long as you spend it on qualified expenses before like March of 2023. So they give you a long time to spend on, uh, uh, on these qualified expenses. So let's talk about taxes. Are these funds taxable? Well, you know, we found out later that PPP funds for the most part were not going to be taxable. This one, we, I don't think we necessarily know as of this point. So I would assume 
just to be conservative, that they are taxable. But who knows? They may become non-taxable here in the future. Right. We have no idea yet. Uh, Jeff, time is running up here. Anything else that we should know about regarding uh, this? Yeah, just a couple quick things. So the first one is if you want to apply for this, the restaurant can go right to the SBA website, and that's how the application is done. It's not done through your bank. It's done through the SBA website. You know, the program opened here on Friday, April 30th, and for the first 21 days, priority is being given to businesses owned by veterans, um, by majority owned by women, um, and economically and socially disadvantaged individuals. Jeff, great information. How do listeners connect with the team at Hawkins Ash? You can go right to our website, hawkinsashcpas.com, and go to our CPA HQ section. Jeff, thank you for your time, and we'll talk to you next week here in Tax Insight on WOMT. This has been Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Learn more online at hawkinsashcpas.com. Hawkins Ash CPAs, part of your business, part of your life.